You can have style and quality with Country Auto Havel. Or have the complete opposite with JB. JB for breakfast. For Country Auto Havel. It's new car thinking, 92.9. 676229 time, be part of the show anytime you like. Uh, hang on to that number. Very soon we'll be playing Sister Cities, are doing it for themselves. Your chance to win $10 and some free coffees at Macca's. Tony, how are you this morning? Good morning, JB. I'm well, thanks. That's the way. Uh, very quickly, I was telling you yesterday a tale of a friend of mine who I grew up with in. Adelaide, who was a huge Ben Folds Five fan. Oh, yes, and yes. his mum was a lawyer and said to her son, do you want to come along to our Christmas party? And he was sort of 15, 16 and went, you know what, a bunch of lawyers at a Christmas party sounds like the most boring place for a 15-year-old ever on the planet. I'm not going, mum. Plus, so, like, 15-year-old boys just don't go to events. No, and that as well. Especially with their parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I just hang out at home and play the PlayStation, whatever, you know. Yeah. So he, he hung out at home. Mum's come home at, like, you know, 11 o'clock, probably had, you know, one too many Chardonnays, <laughs> you know, barely get through Classic, the door. Yeah. And she's gone, do you, do you know do you know someone called Ben Folds? And he's gone, yeah, why? I'm a big fan. Haven't you seen... Jeez, Mum, haven't, haven't you seen... seen the poster on my wall? Ha, yeah, haven't you seen the poster on my wall? Jeez. Ha! <sighs> you know. Do I know Ben Folds? <laughs> yeah. Are you asking me? <laughs> you, really? Don't you understand me? You know? And uh, and, and the mum's gone, oh, yeah, right. You, you, are you a fan? Yeah, Mum. Jeez, I'm a fan. Why? Oh, he was there tonight. He's no. one of our clients. And he was spewing. Yeah, this is why we say yes, people. Yeah. Yes to the parties. Yes to everything. So I tell that story to tell another fascinating tale. Tony yesterday went off to the youthy uh, yesterday for a press thing. I think you did ask me if I wanted to come along, but I think I had an appointment on yesterday afternoon, so I just went, no. Nah, it just sounded cool. really cool. You go, yeah. Youth Council setting up a cafe. Yeah. I'm, you know, still relatively new in town. I haven't been to the youthy, and I yeah. went and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So this morning, Tony's come in and said, oh, there was a cool dude there that worked at the ABC. Uh, Paul, someone who was chatting and stuff. And I went, okay, what, what the, just curious, what's the guy's name? You know, works in radio, works in media. Radio is a small place. I'd probably know the guy. Maybe, I don't know. So I asked you who he is and you said Paul West. And I went, hey, was he the guy from River Cottage? And you went, oh, I don't know. He said he had a TV show or something like that. So I pulled out the Google image search, you know, which is the new poster on the wall for 2020 and done a bit of a Google search, show Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's him. I've got what the really guy- happened, everyone, was he showed me his home screen on his phone. <laughs> Paul West, if you're listening, that's completely false, right? Uh, and I said to Tony, is that, was he there? Yeah, yeah, he was there yesterday. I've got like the guy's cookbooks, watch the dude's shows, everything. I like I've had a repeat. Except know? I'm not your mum. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um crazy. So you see, I should have come along. This is see? why we say yes to should've things. Should have come along. Exactly. I know. I didn't take my own uh, didn't take my own advice. Crazy. Stick around, we'll play Sister Cities are doing it for themselves very shortly. And would you eat jellyfish? Paul West, if you're listening out there right now, down there at River Cottage, would you eat jellyfish? 
We'll chat about that right after this from Kygo. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. For Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. So apparently most of the fish that we eat from the fish and chip shop, Tony, is, uh, well, a lot of it comes from fish that could possibly very soon be endangered. Yeah, so there's a lot of overfishing happening. Yeah. Mm. 92% of the fish could go like that. Well, And then what the will we eat? Sea temperatures are getting warmer. Yeah. All Population's growing things. and, yeah. you know, fish is... Yeah, is tasty at the end of the day and we want to eat it and we're eating too much of it. Yes. And they're not producing enough of it. Yeah, well, their ecosystems good. are changing. So, yeah. they're, you know, the way they reproduce is changing. I know that you didn't want this to be that serious. No, look, but... that's fine. <laughs> no, look, it's quarter past seven. We can be serious. Climate change you know? and population yeah. growth. and Yeah, all, right. all, all Maybe... that nasty stuff. So they're now telling you, we'll take it from the serious thing to the slightly humorous side. They want us to eat jellyfish. That's what they're saying could be the new fish on our menu is slimy jellyfish, I'd rather eat nothing. I'd rather eat the <laughs> sand down at the beach than well, the jellyfish, to be tell honest Tell me, JB, with you. how are you going to yes. cook it? Because that's important. What's the seasoning? Uh, are we I've, fried or grilled? Look, I've been waiting for the phone call from Paul West and he hasn't, <laughs> ra- hasn't rang through with the goods yet. Uh, look, I, d- I don't know, a deep fry, but then if you deep fry, wouldn't it melt? You've got jellyfish... It's a slimy thing. I think if you if you battered it and then defried it, I think unlike jelly that we eat, it's actually still a protein because it's like a, a being, like it's like yeah, a living right. thing, living living organism. Like uh, it'd be like deep frying an oyster. Would yeah, it? probably yeah? deep fried oyster. It's <laughs> something new for you. When the, didn't they back in the sixties add this disgusting thing on the menu called carpet bag steak, and they would stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it was carpet bag steak. I remember seeing this on some show where they got a steak and they'd stuff it with oysters. Oh my god, that's And then roll disgusting. it and cook it and you cut it and there'd be steak and then oysters kind of plopping out of it onto your plate. It was vile. The six seasons sure to stay loves where it, it is. Yeah. So no, thank it's a you. very small fan club. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know. They they ate um, jellyfish on the project last night. Oh, really? And Kerry... A little taste, did they? Yeah. Kerry Bickmore spewed it up on TV into the bin. Oh, that's, that's not good TV. No. no I don't want to see that. No. Um, not well, while you're trying to eat your dinner. You know, you're eating your, you know, filet fish <laughs> and, she's and, having... vom- and she's vomiting up the jellyfish into the bin. You know, not good. Jelly mignon. <laughs> <laughs> filet, what would it be? Jelly au filet? Is yeah. that what they have on the menu? Jelly <laughs> au filet, filet au jelly. I reckon if we'll you work on this, get some good spices. Yeah, chuck it in a deep fryer, batter it up. Well, everything tastes good. You can't oh. even tell what it is, really. <laughs> I was about to say everything tastes better deep fried, doesn't it? Deep fried kale leaves are my favourite. Oh, they Lovely. are lovely. Very nice. Nice bit of crunch. Hey, seventeen past seven. Up next, Sister Cities are doing it for themselves. If you'd love to play 676 we've got $10 for you to spend on anything like at McDonald's except jelly au filet. I don't think that's on the menu yet there at McDonald's. But 2025. Anything else, <laughs> 2020, you heard it here first. 
676 We're waiting on the CEO of McDonald's to call us now to make that one happen. 676 is the number for Sister Cities are doing it for themselves. We'll play that next. New car thinking is country autos. Sadly, JB thinks more about donuts, rabbits and coffee. Each to their own. For Country Auto's Havel, it's New Car Thinking. This is JB for Breakfast on 92.9. No takers this morning for Sister Cities are doing it for themselves. So, Tony, you get to play it. I'm ready. And win the glory. All right, today we're looking... What, I don't get the Maccas voucher? No, sorry. (gasps) All right, Um, bye. What? (laughs) Might be able to work something out as, you know, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas bonus or something like that. Um, <laughs> $10 Macca's voucher. <laughs> if anyone wants a job, it's available. <laughs> For Macca's vouchers. Um, Mildura we're heading to today. Oh, all right. uh, uh, the town of 53,878. My... Auntie. If we can get across the border. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my auntie had a citrus farm in Mildura. Oh, wow. I remember going there as a kid and she had a toilet that was out like separate from the house. That's a how Danny. old it was. Yeah, Danny, out the back, separated from the house. And then a couple of years later, she invited us back there again because she was very excited that she got a bathroom built on the house. Big news I mean, in Mildura. Absolutely. Would have made the paper, I imagine. <laughs> Their sister cities, here are your options, are Upland in the US, Sparta in Greece. That escalated quickly, didn't it? Or Sanyo Onoda in Japan. Mm. So we've got Upland in the US. I don't know why that made me laugh, but anyway, Sparta in Greece and Sanyo Onada in Japan, which is completely different than how I said it last time. Do we have any info about these places? Upland is in the San Bernito County in California. Okay. I probably didn't say that right either, did I? Uh, Which is around about 73,732 people. Uh, it's a Los Angeles suburb, part of the Inland Empire. Oh, hello. That's a bit extreme. That's a suburb in LA, the Inland it is Hollywood. Empire. Imagine I mean, living there. It's Hollywood. Fancy. They can't do anything without a little bit of like razzle-dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Uh, Sparta is in Greece. Uh, there is a population of 35,259 of whom 17,408 lived in the city. So there you go. There you go. Quality, st- quality stats there from uh, uh, Wikipedia. And finally, Sanyonoda is a pop is a town in Japan of a population of sixty two thousand two hundred eighty eight people and a populate population density of four hundred seventy people per square kilometer. Social distancing at its finest. There. Oh my gosh. Cram them in. Um, what uh, do you think? I'm feeling like, depending uh, on like the kind of yeah. relationship, I think you need to know more about the kind of like ag- the culture, yeah, the, like right. manufacturing and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm just going to give it a whirl. I'm going to knock out Upland yeah, by See You Later. Yep. I'm thinking uh, 
Greece. They also have citrus in yes. Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Big on that. So going off yeah. your auntie's yeah. orchard. Yeah, grapefruit. But then a lot of Australian Farm. cities also have um, relationships with Japanese cities. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. A lot of them do. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. There's a big Greek population in Victoria That's the as other well, thing that it? I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you're leading me astray here, but I really want it to be Sparta, so I'm going with Sparta, but gonna, I have a feeling it's Japan. Go. You're going to lock in Sparta? No, it was Upland, US. Oh, so I was that out of it from the beginning. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing Sister Cities, and we'll play it again next week. we got some more Macca's vouchers, so remember we play that every Wednesday if you want to win those. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. The Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. We loved this story yesterday. We were talking about famous people you've written to. And we had a great story from Joe on our Facebook page. She wrote to Time Simon Townsend, who was a celebrity, he hosted a show called Wonderworld in the 80s. And uh, Joe received a letter and some bubblegum records. And then decades later, her mum told Joe that her mum actually sent them because I was disappointed he hadn't actually written back. (laughs) (laughs) What a nice mum. Yeah, great. What a legend. Great mum. And one of the best white lies I think I've ever heard from a parent to their kids. Yeah, it's all about the child's happiness. Yes. It was, like, not true, but it was all for a good reason. Yes. A couple of tales on our Facebook page. This is what we're discussing about this morning. Whenever your parents lie to you or whenever you had to lie to your kids. 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. Some here that are slightly darker and more menacing. (laughs) I was going to say, this is asking for (laughs) some serious things. You better be monitoring those comments, JB. Um, Michelle, my son was in hospital as a little kid. He was about three when his dinner came around, it had jelly with it. I told him he didn't like jelly because I wanted the jelly. <laughs> so I ate it. That is so sly. <laughs> he, oh, my God. He hasn't eaten jelly since. Oh. <laughs> and I only told him a few years ago about this and he still doesn't eat jelly, still can't eat it. See, the you lies. mentally twisted a three-year-old into hating jelly because you wanted it. Because I bet you I bet you he ties hating in jelly to being in hospital now. Yeah, oh, more than likely, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob, when he was young, my dad was big on things with less salt. I used to smother everything I ate in that ETA barbecue sauce, you know, the one in the weird bottle. It's got the little basket around the bottom of it. It's a classic. I'm not a barbecue sauce fan, but I believe you. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Great barbecue sauce too. Good choice, Rob. Um, They had a salt-reduced one which had a white lid, not a yellow lid, which Rob (laughs) loved and refused to eat it. So for 10 years without me knowing, his dad bought the salt-reduced barbecue sauce but switched (laughs) the bottles. That's funny. That's That's superb. My granddad made crumbed lamb's brains when I was a kid that I didn't know. He didn't tell me, he didn't tell me what they were. He just served them to well, like me. like a snitty of brains. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he told me they were something else. You know, it was chicken or something like that. He's like, it's crumb. Just eat it. Yeah, just, uh, just eat the bloody thing. Like, that is good. Smother them in the e- ETA barbecue sauce. There you go. There you go. <laughs> eat them. 
So I ate them for years, and then when I was about 13, 14, my granddad finally told me that they were crumbed lamb's brains I'd been eating all my life. I was kind of mixed with it. I think he was expecting me to go, eh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was kind of okay with it, which got me thinking. We are talking about the eating the jellyfish last hour. Yes. I'd probably be okay eating the, the jellyfish, yeah, actually. Yeah, brains. Yeah. Just crumb it, and JB will be right. Because of the brains. <laughs> and finally, this is a classic from Peter. I think all parents have done this at some stage or another told my kids that when the ice cream van played music, they were out of ice cream. <laughs> That's sly as well. That is a classic. <clears throat> but Love great. that. How did they how did they get that by like all of their friends and everything? With the with the ice cream van, not yeah. playing the music. Or like unknow knowing that they were out of ice cream. Because I remember in our street growing yeah. up, we would hear it, yeah. but it would be like in the street behind us. Yes. Everyone would come out yeah. and like, there's no way that that lie would have gotten past. Don't know, Peter. You you told us that one. How did how did it stick? I'm sure there's I'm sure there's probably a secret. Didn't let them out of the house. Parental code. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Six seven six double two nine two nine or through our Facebook page. What did you lie to your kids about? Or if you were a kid, what did your parents lie to you about? Nineteen past eight here at ninety two point nine. You can have style and quality with Country Auto Travel. Or have the complete opposite with JB. JB for breakfast. The country orders have all. It's new car thinking. Thanks, 92.9. When have you lied to your kids or when you were a kid you got lied to? 676229 Renee, good morning. You've got a story. Good morning. Yes, I do. Um, when my husband was about three, his dad told him, because my husband always ate peanut butter by the spoonful <laughs> out of the jar. So my father-in-law told him it was a baby poo <laughs> to stop him from eating it. Wow, that's extreme. And, yeah. And to this day, my husband, who is 52, still will not touch peanut butter, he, and he cannot even stand the smell of peanuts or anything because all he thinks is, poo. I'm eating baby poo. So when our kids were growing up, if they had peanut butter, he wouldn't even go near them because he all he could be reminded of the smell coming from their breath from eating peanut butter was they were eating baby poo. That's horrible. Did, did he use this against his dad for the or granddad for the rest of his life? Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. That's just <laughs> cruel. How old was he when he found out? Obviously, he wasn't eating poop anymore. Um, like, well, he was probably about five or yeah, something. Yeah, but yeah. It didn't matter. He was traumatized. Yeah. Just the what? thought of yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> horrible horrible Renee thank you so, thank you so much for the call I I hope he was eating the the uh, the smooth peanut butter by the uh, the the spoon for when he was three not the crunchy stuff that's for sure uh, oh yes I think it might have been the smooth if it was the crunchy stuff oh yeah <laughs> Renee thank you so much for the call cheers that's okay you have a good day. Thank you very much, you two. We won't send you any craft uh, peanut butter for that story. Thank you very much. Six seven six double two nine two nine. When have you been lied to as a kid? Get a new Havel from Country Auto's Havel and enjoy that new car smell, which sadly JB's rusted nineteen ninety one Daihatsu Charade lost a long, 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 long time ago. Thanks to Country Auto's Havel. It's new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Come have a chat with Meg, coffee social media strategist. Meg, thank you so much for your time again. 
Always a pleasure to chat with you. We were chatting last time we spoke about Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook. This time around, just keep things fair. We'll chat Donald Trump v. TikTok this time around. Uh, this time around, the US government, not the Australian government versus a social media company. I can't keep up half the time. So what's going on? Donald Trump, I think when I woke up on Sunday morning, he was basically saying that it's it, there's a ban on TikTok. And, I, and then that was last I heard, but I don't think it's being banned now. I can't keep up with it. What's happening? Look, I don't blame you for struggling to keep up. It is all over the place. And, you know, yeah. we, are, we are sticking to the light topics, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so over the weekend was the, you know, the dooming deadline that Trump had put in to say that, that if TikTok wanted to still work in the U.S., yeah. they had to find a new buyer, right? And so he, he, he drew the line, threw the gauntlet down and said, look, by Sunday, if it's not sorted, you can't download TikTok anymore. Yeah. Now, I think there was a little bit of confusion because he hadn't banned TikTok. He just said you can't download the app anymore. Ah, uh, yes, okay, yes. So if you had it, that was fine. You just couldn't, you know, put it on your phone now. So that, that was the issue that was going to happen Sunday. Yes. What actually happened was at the last minute, the, the air quotes deal has been signed. And Oracle, which is a cloud computing company that's been around forever, um, run by Larry Ellison, who's a guy back from the Microsoft, you know, like he's, he's, a, he's a massive figurehead in yeah. the birth of the Internet. Um, Oracle now has a 20% stake in TikTok. But what's really interesting about this is all that they're doing is they're using Oracle technology to run the app in the U.S. Right, okay, so that kind of ticks Trump's box with it now being kind of American, well, but it. still they, owned they by China. They didn't buy the algorithm, they didn't buy the <laughs> stuff that makes TikTok. So look, it's all, if I'm going to be honest with you, it's all very dodgy. Yeah. Because when you look at it, Larry Ellison and Oracle are massive donors to the Trump campaign. And when you read between the lines, like, I don't, I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist. But when you read between the lines on this, it looks like all that's happened is Trump has given 20% stake in a Chinese company to donors. Is it any idea how like how much they paid for this, or that's all under wraps? Oh, been made public. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, the kids were all worried. To be honest with you, nothing has changed. Absolutely yeah. nothing has changed, except where the technology is hosted. It's, it's interesting. You know, look, Walmart is said to be part of this deal as well. Mm. Is that going to bring e-commerce to TikTok? Is that going to change it? To be honest, I think it's a whole bunch of politics and, and hafal for nothing. Do you, do you think it will change at all, depending on what the outcome of the election with? Do you reckon that, you know, if, um, if he wins again, maybe he'll adjust uh, uh, who owns it or anything like that? Or, or could, you know, if Biden wins and the Democrats get in, could that all change again? Or you doubt it? Just... <laughs> Look, TikTok, look, it is interesting. Um, I highly suggest people watch movies like The Social Dilemma, which is out on Netflix now, and The Great Hack, which came out a couple years ago. Um, social media is not all that it is cracked up to be. And if you're going to use these platforms, you need to be aware of, of everything that they do and how they're, how they're built to gamify us to pay attention to them. Come on, look, we're meant, we should be talking to light and, and, yes. and fun topics. TikTok is a place for fun, and there is so much fun that you can have on it. You can learn how to do things. You can sing. You can dance. Hmm. You know, leave TikTok alone. It's a place for fun, a place for creativity. That's exactly right. And, and look, I don't want to sound old and jaded, but I remember when Facebook was like that as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it is.
is. You know, Facebook and Instagram have changed, and yeah. I think I think we need that outlet for creativity, especially right now when the world, yeah. you know, a bit of doom and gloom. You yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with with having a laugh and 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 enjoying life. Exactly right, and communicating somewhat as well, and being social on social media. There you go. Actually, being <laughs> kind to each other and, and, and sharing information. What a novel idea! <laughs> Meg Coffee, the social media strategist. Thank you so much for the chat. Always a pleasure. Thank you.